Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. Hi, I'm Johanna Ferreira, content director of Pop Sugar Juntos. Juntos is all about celebrating Latin A culture, pride, our many intersectional identities, and joy. Thanks to support from Prime, there's so much to get into over at Juntos this month. From conversations with the Latin A minds behind our favorite new movies and resurrected TV shows, to thoughtful celebrity commentary and exclusive interviews with some of the biggest Latin music artists today. And it doesn't stop there. Get more of the music, movies, and shopping you love on Prime. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more of whatever you're into from streaming to shopping. And get all of our latest coverage at PopSugar.com slash Juntos. Con amor, Johanna. This episode was first broadcast on Resonance 104.4 FM in London on the Very Loose Women Show, which you can find at ResonanceFM.com or on the iTunes Store. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to a very special Switched On Pop Singles, where we listen to one song and uncover the hidden genius in pop songwriting. I'm your host, Charlie Harding. And I'm Nate Sloan. And today we're going to be taking a look at Taylor Swift's Blank Space. Still one of the biggest chart smashes right now. It feels like every time I turn on the radio, it's playing. And I feel, you know, Charlie, in our last episode, episode two, all about Taylor Swift, this song wasn't out yet, so we didn't get a chance to talk about it. So this is unfinished business for us, I think. Absolutely. And whereas others might focus on Taylor's celebrity, today we're going to focus on her music. What she does so well here is marrying the form and content exquisitely. That every musical shift bolsters her lyrical narrative. Totally. Yeah, Charlie, this song to me is all about controlled chaos. It's about the dizzying psychological state of, of being in love and, and knowing it's going to flame out but being unable to turn away. This song is a delicate detonation that takes a whole minute and a half to properly explode um that's a long that's a century in pop music um taylor is a great songwriter where other writers such as megan trainer might give you the chorus right away yeah because you know i'm all about that bass about that bass no trouble taylor has us wait for it one one thing that's brilliant off the bat from this song is the title Blank space is the kind of the guiding principle of the whole. And we start with this very, with an open canvas, right? Right. Like, what are you hearing at the beginning of this song, Charlie? To start off with, we're given really little to respond to. We have these bell-like keyboards, this sort of low xylophone, this other high ethereal cloud-like beautiful thing on top. 
meet you where you been I could show you incredible things and and then basically a very simple snare and kick drum but there's not a lot of material here for us to respond to there's no bass even the vocals are are uh, very sparse and simple wanna play feels like there's 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 an emptiness in the middle of this the musical texture right between the drums and these high sort of synthesized marimba sounds that's foreshadowing the the song to come right so she begins with this seed of blank space and it's this musical seed which is going to sprout throughout the entire song in a very beethovian sort of way yeah I totally agree, Charlie, because just like in the Fifth Symphony, Beethoven takes that single melodic motive that's just two notes, that in turn becomes sped up and inverted and transposed, and that single, those that single phrase, that generates all the melodic and harmonic material of that of that of that movement, more or less. Right. Taylor does something similar. <laughs> and it might be funny, but it's true. It is. There is there is intentional songwriting going on here. My favorite thing is in the first verse, and I want to pay attention to these drums. Yeah. Now, we might it's the simplest beat, right? Nothing much going on these drums, but if you turn it up really loud, you can hear something special. Yeah. What is that? It sounds to me like I don't know how to describe it, like kind of crunchy, kind of distorted, kind of like almost they're being played through a a telephone speaker or something. That glitchiness, that thing you're hearing, that thing which sounds so inauthentic, it's called a noise gate. Okay. All right. This is going to get just a little bit technical, but it's worth it. I promise you. Yeah. Lay it on me. Okay. So a noise gate is this effect that producers use that says, hey, if something's too quiet, don't let it through. You shall not pass. (laughs) Right. So that's what a noise gate is. When something is quiet, they will say, you shall not pass. You can only come through if you're loud. And the thing with the drums is there's points where there's really, there's loudness. And then as the sound of the drum is reverberating through the room and it's quiet and you just hear the sort of the echo of that drum. Well, what we're doing here with this gate is they are cutting off the drum as soon as it makes that hit. So instead of hearing like a, you're hearing a, Oh, okay. Oh, because the because the decay of the drum is too quiet to make it through the gate. Exactly. It shall not pass. It doesn't uh, make it through the gate. Because these drums, maybe I'm thinking now, are like kind of a metaphor for the relationship that Taylor Swift is depicting here. They're both really big and really brief and get cut off. That is exactly what's going on here. Now, this might seem like a, a tiny little nuance, but it's just a great example of the detail that goes into great pop songcraft. Yeah. At, at this point, we should probably mention that uh, we're we're ascribing all the credit to Taylor Swift, but it, it, it's due in equal parts to Taylor Swift and her producing her production team, who in this case, like with a lot of her recent hits, is uh, the Swedish producers Max Martin and Shellback. 
Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. Calling all female runners. It's time to lace up and join Team Milk. Since the 2022 New York City Marathon, Team Milk has sponsored female marathon runners nationwide, providing support and shining a spotlight on their unique stories, perseverance, and drive to go the distance. Why milk? Dairy milk is an excellent nutritional ad for both marathon training and recovery. Milk contains 13 essential nutrients, including high-quality protein, making it a crucial component of a training diet. Plus, it's one of the best beverages for hydration, even better than water. The same electrolytes that are added to many of your favorite sports drinks are found naturally in milk. And in 2024, Team Milk is taking the next step to empower female runners by launching the only women's marathon in the U.S. designed for and by women. Built to be accessible, empowering, and community building, the inaugural Every Woman's Marathon will take place in Savannah, Georgia on November 16, 2024. You can learn more and register for the marathon at everywomansmarathon.com. So let's keep moving with this cool. song, right? We've heard that. We've heard the introduction. We've heard the verse. Let's get into the chorus. Now, this is the first time that we get any bass in the song, yeah. and it starts to give us a clue of what's going on. So it's gonna be forever, or it's gonna go down in flames. You can tell me when it's over. But what's so interesting about this bass is that it's pretty boring. Yeah, it's really, it's... Um, it's like kind of the opposite of of most bass lines, which are, you know, bouncy and rhythmic. This is just a big fat slug just kind of sitting there. Right. Again, intentional. Yeah. It's not supposed to be dancing all over the place. Instead, that's what's happening with her words. And the other thing that's happening here is the guitar in the background. There's this yeah. subtle guitar, which I think is the only thing in this entire song which tethers her to her musical past. <laughs> right. To the country star, the kind of the ingenue that she, that she started as. <laughs> and uh, we, of course, can't get through the chorus without acknowledging the Starbucks lovers. Now, you know about this one, Nate, right? Oh, yeah. This is uh, the, misunder- the, the great misunderstood lyric of our generation. And we are way late in discussing the Starbucks lovers. If you want to know more, what you have to do is go to New York Magazine's why you keep mishearing that Taylor Swift lyric by Melissa Dahl. We'll link to it on our website if you want to know more of why you keep hearing Starbucks lovers, what she's actually saying, yeah. long list of ex-lovers. Yeah, we're more interested in what happens right after that line when she, when we finally, a minute and a half in, like we were saying, reach the end of this first chorus, and she says, but I got a blank space, baby, and I'll write your name. And Charlie, what happens right after she says, and I got, but I got a blank space, baby? Musically. I got a blank space, baby. Nothing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Silence. It's just such a brilliant gambit that we've had this slow build gradually adding textures to this 
uh, phlegmatic bass and then building with guitar and doubled vocals and and harmonies and then just as it's cresting everything drops away to this momentary blank space a long pause all right i've got one more very exciting piece that i want you to listen for Ooh, okay so we're gonna we're gonna move here now to the chorus the second time that it comes around i want you to listen closely here all right okay all right, so let's let's play the clip. Come on, can you give me a hint? <laughs> <laughs> so we had talked about the baseline. Yeah, and the baseline here is doing something different. So throughout this entire song, the chords are doing the same thing, right? It's the same chord progression all the way through this continuum. And throughout that, that very basic bass, which just lands on the downbeat, is staying really low in the in the register. Right. Here we get something different. She actually brings the bass line up. My question to you is, why do you think she's doing that? She only does it right here, just right here. Yeah, well, it must, it must mirror something that's happening lyrically at that moment, yes, which yes, yes. is the tables turning. <laughs> yes, I can make all the tables turn. I can make all the tables turn. Rose and here she is in some ways bragging about her songwriting prowess. She is saying, I can make all the tables turn and I'm going to make this one subtle change just to show you that I'm absolutely in control. Whoa. Instead of the bass descending, the bass jumps up a big interval of six. That's massive. Right. Totally unexpected. Yeah. And and it even has this long gliding effect so that you're supposed to hear it. Portamento is what we call that in in the in the business <laughs> what is your business exactly um my business is writing arcane papers about music that no one will ever read <laughs> and there's one thing an enduring mystery of this song that i'd like to to leave to leave on which is what charlie is that sound right before she says and i'll write your name so she says i got a blank space baby and then there's this sound that's like yeah so what is that it's like because it's not it's it sounds like it's supposed to signify something but i can't tell what wow it could be the close of a door i that it could i always heard it as the 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 shutter of a camera maybe capturing this this fleeting moment between uh between lovers or could it be as dark as the click of a gun whoa (laughs) man a friend of a a friend of mine thought it was the the stopping a cassette tape which is which might be uh, seems a little anachronist to me well it isn't the album is 1989 the cds were not that big then that's true (laughs) that's true anyway something to uh to mull over through through the ages we'll be we'll be discussing that one I found in our research of blank space that the song has been stuck in my head for the last (laughs) 
three days and I cannot get it out. And so for all of our listeners, if you like what you heard, we have a full episode on Taylor and the genius of her songwriting on our website at www.switchedonpop.com. You can also find Switched on Pop on the iTunes podcast app on Stitcher Radio and on SoundCloud. I'm your host, Nate Sloan. And I am your other host, Charlie Harding. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening. All right. Beautiful. Why do you run? Why does anyone? I always thought that runners loved running. And that's not the case. Most runners hate running. (laughs) But they choose to do it. In the new docu-series, Running Sucks, brought to you by Team Milk, Abby Ayers learns why women runners everywhere are driven to go the distance. It really is about taking my power back and proving myself wrong. Team Milk is about fueling women's performance and helping them along their marathon journeys. You can sign up now for the inaugural Every Woman's Marathon, taking place in Savannah, Georgia, on November 16th, 2024. Learn more and register at everywomansmarathon.com.